Okay, so we get it. Bitcoin is going up. It's not even extreme to believe in a six-figure Bitcoin anymore. But just how high can Bitcoin go? If you've been wondering what the top moonshot price level is for the old orange coin, we're going to give it to you today. Orange, you glad you tuned in. Let's get it. Welcome to BitBoy Crypto. My name is Ben. Every day I show you how to make money in cryptocurrency. If you like money, hit that subscribe button and hit that bell so you don't get a case of the BitBoy FOMO. Now, speaking of FOMO or the fear of missing out, are we about to see retail investors dump everything they own into Bitcoin, pushing the price even higher? Fidelity recently speculated that a wave of retail investors was about to enter Bitcoin. None of you called them a shill when they said it. That was before the PayPal news and was based on the sentiment of analysis of social media platforms. And it shows that there's a drive for retail adoption for BTC. And these platforms include Twitter, Reddit, Telegram, YouTube, and TikTok. Check me out there, CEO of Facts. But these platforms push financial information and advice in a more viral and rapid way than traditional channels, according to Fidelity. They said, is this new wave of retail investors familiarizes themselves with these channels? Some of their attention will undoubtedly flow to Bitcoin and other digital assets. Bitcoin is reflexive, was a statement in the report. It also said price and sentiment experience a self-reinforcing effect. Fidelity points to the tie a sentiment analysis firm that analyzes high mentions of Bitcoin on social media and believes this can drive the increase in value of the digital currency's price. Michael Sayer of MicroStrategy, recently in the news, discussed the other big factor, the dollar's inflation on a podcast. MicroStrategy previously invested a record 425 milli in the number one cryptocurrency. Jack Dorsey Square invested 50 million as well into Bitcoin-causing headlines, proving that he's no square. Saylor appeared on the podcast in an effort pledging to convince the CEO of Hedgeye, Keith McCullough, to reconsider his decision to sell all his Bitcoin in early October. What a dummy. McCullough made headlines back in early October after he notified the investing community of his decision to sell Bitcoin via the following tweet. Now, Saylor expressed to McCullough that the reason why he first bought Bitcoin was due to the Federal Reserve's new policy on creating massive inflation. Fed officials of the Federal Open Market Committees, or FOMC, recently announced that they would continue to hold U.S. interest rates close to zero and will continue to push inflation above 2% by 2023. Saylor became convinced that Bitcoin was the best option to hedge investments from MicroStrategy. Saylor believes that the U.S. dollar will soon lose significant purchasing power and that asset inflation will surge to more than 20%. There are a group of people that I align with, the Bitcoiners, that believe the true inflation rate is not CPI, but rather the asset inflation. All your models are destroyed. Bitcoin goes to the moon, Saylor said during the interview. Saylor also pointed to a similar thought to Fidelity's report, stating going one step beyond expressing that Bitcoin shouldn't be traded. Saylor categorized Bitcoin as an asset and not a commodity. According to Mr. Saylor, commodities such as grain, oil, beef, BitBoy collectible cards, etc., are abundant and should be traded. However, Bitcoin being an asset means that it should be owned and not traded. Maybe this is how we see stabilization eventually. But furthermore, the scarcity of Bitcoin adds to its appeal as an ideal treasury reserve asset. That new buzz term seems to be the new narrative that Bitcoin isn't just a store of value, but it's now a treasury reserve asset used to hedge against currencies of the world. 
maybe other cryptocurrencies. Saylor also told McCullough that other hedge funds and billionaires were getting ready to move into Bitcoin. Saylor isn't the only hedge fund investor. We also have Paul Tudor Jones allocating portions of his portfolio to BTC. Watching this short CNBC clip of Jones talking about why he recommends Bitcoin. Bitcoin has a lot of the characteristics of being an early investor in a tech company. And I didn't realize it until uh, after, uh, unfortunately, I came on your show. Uh, and again, I've, I've got small single digit investment in Bitcoin. That's it. I'm not a Bitcoin flag bearer. So it's no longer taboo for hedge fund managers to endorse Bitcoin. It's becoming commonplace for CEOs and publicly traded companies to put some reserves into BTC. And they often see a stock boost immediately following, something to pay attention to. So what would happen to Bitcoin if even just the tech sector of publicly traded companies put a portion of their reserves in BTC and then billionaires did the same? Well, a recent report by Bank of America said that the combined tech sector is worth $9.1 trillion, while European stocks, including those in the UK and Switzerland, are worth a collective $8.9 trillion. The five largest U.S. tech stocks, Apple, Microsoft, Alphabet, Amazon, and Facebook, are worth a collective $7.5 trillion, make up nearly 24% of the S&P 500. Can you say monopoly? If the U.S. tech sector were to just put 5% combined of that $9.1 trillion, that would be a massive $455 billion, more than the total market cap right now of all crypto. Note, that's only the U.S. tech sector, and there's various other corporations that could also jump into Bitcoin. Fidelity also indicated in its recent report that institutional interest could increase Bitcoin's market capitalization by up to $1.3 trillion by capturing just 10% of investments from the alternative investments and fixed income market valued at $13.4 trillion. That's just one single market, the potential redistribution of money that could flow into Bitcoin. Fidelity also argues that Bitcoin could capture 1% of the bond market. It's approximately $50.3 trillion. But I wasn't really too thrilled with those films. Fidelity's reports further speculations that fewer bond yields could push asset managers further toward alternative assets like Bitcoin. Not only is Fidelity and Sailor bullish on Bitcoin, but JP Morgan has also expressed bullish sentiment. Goldman Sachs, the other largest investment bank, also recently said it believes there's other factors that could weaken the dollar, hence strengthening Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Goldman Sachs said the risks arising from vaccine trials and the uncertainty of the U.S. election could weaken the dollar. The investment bank recommended that its clients open short positions against the dollar as they saw low odds for the dollar to have a positive outcome by the end of 2020. If the U.S. dollar continues to lose its grip, it could mean that safe haven asset classes, gold and Bitcoin, could gain significant bullish momentum in the last quarter of 2020, which, guess what, we're seeing right now. Zach Pandel, a high-level employee at Goldman Sachs, said, To be sure, there are important risks. We are most uncertain about the length of the vote count, especially for the Senate, and the equity market reaction to a blue wave. But the wide margin in current polls reduces the risk of a delayed election result, and the prospect for near-term vaccine breakthroughs may provide a backdrop for risky assets. While the uncertainty of the upcoming U.S. elections has been deemed a factor of the weakening of the dollar, another risk posed to the greenback is the effectiveness of vaccines. If the vaccines that come out turn to be less effective than expected, economic recovery 
will be pushed back by around one quarter. As Goldman is predicting that the dollar will be heading into negative territory in the fourth quarter. The firm is recommending two US dollar short trades, selling the asset and buying it back at a lower price. The team at Goldman explained, In our view, a blue wave US election and favorable news on the vaccine timeline could return the trade-weighted dollar and DXY index to their 2018 lows. Lines up with what I've been telling you guys for months. But if Fidelity's optimistic predictions for Bitcoin were to come true or exceed expectations, Bitcoin's total capitalization could increase to as high as $2 trillion in market cap in the short term. If that comes to pass, Bitcoin won't just mint another generation of millionaires. It will be the biggest transfer of wealth in history. And remember, a lot of that money will flow down into altcoins as well eventually. Could all this combined cause Bitcoin to have the mega bullish case where it goes beyond what many of us even think? And even my own prediction of $225,000 for Bitcoin? It's definitely possible that this next run could be way bigger than we imagined due to PayPal jumping in and many others as well. Could we possibly see a $500,000 to $1 million Bitcoin? Some think this is in the realm of possibility. Just remember though, there's a time to get out and sell before everybody else. And if the cycle follows that time to get out, it's sometime in September of next year. But hey, I'm no fortune teller, just somebody that's got facts. That's all I got. Be blessed. Good boy out.